6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, as you heard Eileen mention in the newscast, uh, Mary Simon is officially Canada's 30th Governor General and the first Indigenous person to hold the role. She says uh, she is honoured to accept this call to service and promises to meet with Canadians all across the country to learn what people are facing and what could be done to make their lives better. Since the announcement of my appointment, I have been deeply touched by the responses from Canadians who have reached out to me. I I have heard from Canadians who describe a renewed sense of possibility for our country and hope that I can bring people together. I have heard from Canadians who have challenged me to bring a new and renewed purpose to the office of the Governor-General to help Canadians deal with with the issues we are facing. Simon's first speech as Governor-General touched on reconciliation, mental health and climate change. Our next guest writes, the appointment of Mary Simon to the role of Governor-General of Canada is a monumental moment in not only Indigenous and Canadian relationships, but more specifically Inuit and Canadian relations. Chad Cowie is a researcher and course instructor with the Department of Political Science at McGill University. He's also a PhD candidate in the Department of Political Science at the University of Alberta, specializing in Indigenous, Canadian, and comparative politics. And he is from the Michisangi community of the Hiawatha First Nation near Peterborough, Ontario. Chad, welcome to 630 Chad. Hello, thank you for having me. You're going to need a bigger business card. That's all I have to say. <laughs> for sure, yes, exactly. Your, your thoughts today, your, your, your thoughts on, on watching the ceremony, what you heard, um, you know, I- with the installation of Mary Simon. What, what I heard was some, some definitely some good things of uh, potentially moving forward and renewed understanding and possibility from from uh governor general simon taking this position now um and how to go about moving forward that that could be definitely especially in regards to inuit canadian relations because again she's in up she's from territory known as Nunavut that's shared with, with quebec from the inuit um and definitely a way of moving forward on that and she'll be able to bring that shared experience of dealing with colonization and because we, we need to remember in Canada it's still an ongoing situation and First Nations, Métis and, and to an extent even Francophone Canadians and, and other groups within within Canada will be able to relate to that. She'll be able to help with bringing that perspective outside of sometimes what's looked at as an elite position that's obviously a figurehead representing the Queen. It, Chad, I, I'm curious to know you know, I think there obviously has been a lot of attention uh, paid to the fact that she is the first Indigenous person to hold the role. She's the first Inuk person to hold this role but you know in our conversations um you know one of the things that you had said it's important to to note that she does not speak for all i mean it's it's something she's she's a nook she's inuit Yes, and, and for, for instance, as you, as you introduced me, I'm Mississauga, Igor in English, Mississauga. Our, my, my territory is from where Toronto is all the way towards, um, up to towards the uh, Ottawa River and down towards the St. Lawrence River. That's where the Mississauga territory traditionally is. Our treaties come from before 1867, <laughs> um, and our relationship with Canada is very different from that of the Inuit, from the Métis, even for the, the Prairie Nations that are also under the number treaties, like out, out in the Treaty 6 territory there. Um, 
she will be able to have some shared experience, especially with northern nations such as the Dene, and then obviously with with her own nation and, and the four territories that uh, make up the, the Inuit. Um, but she can't be. She, people can't look at her as being the be all end all. She comes from a different perspective. She is from territory that has signed modern treaties and, and, and land claim agreements compared to some other areas where Canada has completely and purposely ignored. So moving forward with it. She, we need to remember that, yes, she's Indigenous if we need to use a blanket term, but that is a blanket term. There's mm-hmm. First Nation, Inuit and Métis, and under First Nation, there's 50-some different nations and confederacies. So her being the be-all, end-all, and considered the Indigenous voice is something that we need to stay away from because she can't speak in, in, in all those situations, especially for, again, the Korean Treaty 6 or, for instance, my own nation. There's similarities, yes, but a different history and different ways of relationships being formulated and different types of treaties. Chad, her resume, her background, her advocacy work her diplomatic roles absolutely phenomenal um how does how does she take that how does her honor take that and continue to use it in a role that is really just seen as a as a as a figurehead uh you know the role as governor general how do you continue to make gains and continue to make change and affect change in that role well, definitely because of her coming from, she she has diplomacy background. She she's always been a diplomat. She's also worked on a lot of stuff to do with climate change coming from her territory and working with the circumpolar um, organization. And then also when she was involved with the the, the former organization that uh, represents Nova, because we saw that we can see that famous video now that has came out from her and uh, Pierre Trudeau going head to head. She has all that experience in being able to come with it, so she'll be able to bring those different perspectives, but also be able to listen and hear and find middle ground. And for a lot of Indigenous societies, First Nations, and even Métis, there's a very important thing about meeting in the middle and coming to a common way of moving forward. So it's definitely, she's not going to come at it from perspectives where it's going to be dominated by one or two. She's going to come from it in a way that's going to be able to move forward. Again, this is a position that's not only representing English and French Canada, but it's also representing the Queen. It represents our, our place in the Commonwealth. So it has to be more than just... Um, just that, that, that debate that exists there and that she's just, she's again, just Inuit. She is Inuit, yes, she's in this position. It's a historical movement forward, especially on the relations. But she also is there to represent all Canadians and, and those Indigenous Indigenous people who feel like they can be Canadian and Indigenous. Chad Cowie joining me this afternoon. What do you make of, the, of, of some of these complaints uh, around the fact that she does not speak French? Um... I think it's it's a problem we're looking at because again she is bilingual she speaks in Nuktuk she That's speaks right. in Nuktuk and she speaks English. If you look at again back at her her uh, her sparring with with uh, Pierre Trudeau, she also did some of it in French. So she has not only has some ability to do it. Again, she comes from territory Nunavik, which is the Inuit territory that they share with Quebec. Um, she has the ability to learn it. She's already bilingual. It will be quick for her to be able to pick up another language because we know studies show that you can do that, especially if you've, you've grown up bilingual. And she's promised to do that. And I, I don't think we, we need to be able to focus on that because she's not the first person to be in this role who is more dominant in one language. Again, she's probably one of the very first, actually, who's not be dominating in just one language. She has two. She's an Uktuk and English. Um, but uh, David Johnson was not very good with his friends. Mekiel Jean was not very good with her English and so on and so on. This has been a thing that we've seen, especially when we start seeing that custom and convention come into play where we start talking or having governor generals who rotate between French and then English. Chad, before I let you go, um, anything from her speech? It was a, 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 actually a quite beautiful speech. I thought I, I read it uh, top to bottom. Anything uh, in, in particular that jumped out at you that you really took notice at? I enjoyed that that she did say that uh, reconciliation is not just something that's overnight. Like it's something that it becomes a life, and you have to. It becomes part of your life moving forward, and that is the case. And especially 
when we're, we're talking about uh, our, uh, the states such as Canada, where it's still an ongoing form of colonization that exists here when we're talking about First Nation and we're talking in some sense about Métis Inuit. Um, it's still ongoing, so it, it has to become part of life. It can't just be, obviously, land acknowledgements. But her, her focus on education, wellness, and youth, and obviously the environment are key things there. She is bringing that experience from not just being uh, Inuk, but also from being from the north, which, as she said, Canada is and is part of the Arctic mm-hmm. nations. It, it needs to be something that we we look at forward and going forward on, and something that is very key, especially from from Indigenous perspectives. And again, I know I just went on about that blanket term. Um, there's this importance to be able to acknowledge and recognize the past in order to move forward into the future and doing it right. So it's not just you know forget the past and move forward. We need to acknowledge and recognize the past, else we're doomed to keep repeating the mistakes. And I know she made a very key point about that, being able to look at the past and into the future. And I think that's going to be very important for moving forward, um, especially in, in the role that she's she's filling at this time and we're seeing reconciliation be a key thing and we're seeing this again more movement forward in regards to English Francophone relations and this opening up of, of our understanding of what it means to be Canadian, especially with the the, the, the um confirmed graves being mm-hmm. uh confirmed since since May. It will be Definitely uh, a lot to be able to do, but she has more than enough credentials to be able to show that and and be able to move forward in helping to do this. And I think she'll be able to, to help with making those steps go forward in reconciliation, but also climate change and wellness and education and youth. Chad, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thanks for your perspective. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. And Chad Cowie checking in this afternoon. Comment on Mary Simon becoming Canada's first Indigenous Governor General.